This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for this day being by radio, coming to your home, your automobiles, or wherever you are hearing this broadcast. We thank God for you, you, and especially for you. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I truly honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Now, Father, I ask you to bless, Lord, this broadcast, Lord, that it might cause someone to seek out your will, your way. Most of all, God, that one that is not saved, that something be said that may prick their heart, it may cause them to want to repent and follow you. Father, we thank you. I praise you. Now, Father, I ask you to bless me that I decrease and I speak nothing of myself, but I speak that which you would have me to say. I praise you. I honor you. In Jesus the Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, praise God. Praise the Lord. I thank God for you you, and especially you. I really do. Amen. I thank God for those of you that uh, got in touch with me. Amen. Uh, I thank God for you that wanted prayer. Amen. Because, you know, I can't see anyone when we are doing the broadcast. Can't see no one but the, the microphone, so to speak. Amen. But, you know, uh, Sometimes it it does a hard good that they know that you are blessing and helping somebody. So I thank God for those of you that uh, did take time out to call uh, that one that written. Amen. We thank God for you as well. Amen. And I'm thanking God for this opportunity. Why? Because I believe that we are living in the last of the last days. Yes, I do. Amen. I believe that uh, the devil is doing the rampage and he deceiving the hearts of the people. Now, we know in Corinthians, it talks about Satan having ministers. And we kind of hard to distinguish who Satan preaches is. But if we stick to the Bible, if we allow the Bible to tell us, if we allow that the Bible will bring forth 
his word and stand on his word, then we don't have to uh, wonder about this or wonder about that. You know, amen. Somebody might say, well, you know, uh, everybody, uh, everybody doing this or everybody doing that. No, God got some sincere people. He got some people that really love him. Amen. I believe that. I believe that God got some people that loves his word. Amen. They may not be where I think they should. I might not be where you think I should. But the good thing is that I'm yet scribing. I'm yet living holy. And I'm yet trying to do a work for the Lord. I'm not doing it for self-glorification, believers. Trust me. If I was doing it for self-glorification, I have I would have been already lost out. Yes. Yes. See now, uh, when you're doing things for selfish reason, it will show up when you don't get the peoples on your uh side or get them to believe what you are thinking. I don't care. I believe that there are some sincere people and there are some people that want to hear the word. I believe that. I, I, I really do. That's why I'm still going forth. Amen. And that's why I'll be on Facebook on Tuesday at 6 p.m. And I'll be on uh, Facebook on a Saturday. Amen. I'm doing that because, not because I think I got so much of the truth. No, ma'am, no, sir. It ain't about that. I just want somebody to be touched by the word of God. I really do. And because of that, then I thank God that I'm able to reach a few people, if it ain't but a few. That's okay. Amen. Because God's word will never fail. But let's get into the word today. Amen. Uh, in the James, the fourth chapter. Now, I know, I know, I know this going to be uh, a negative receive. Because, see, we in a day now. It's sad that we present ourselves to God and we think we can demand from God. I mean, we go to God like we, God, you got to do this for me. No, 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 no. He don't have to do anything. He gave you life. He gave you a mind. He gave you that uh, mindset to repent of your sin. I know some some of people don't believe that. They some people believe that hey God got to do this for me. God got to do that, but I don't. Amen. Now in the book of uh James, the I'm gonna read one verse. I'm gonna start here and I'll probably go through a few more others. We sometimes overlook this, I believe. In James, the fourth chapter, the 15th verse, for, for that ye ought to say, if it's the Lord's will, we shall have and do this or do that. You know what? I don't hear that coming from believers. 
I don't hear if it's the Lord's will. You know what? I hear people saying, no, no, no. I can take charge of it. God can do this. I can get my car. I can get my automobile, my, my, my house. I can get my bank account. I can get my this. But you don't hear people talking about their life. I can live holy. I can live righteous. I can be that individual. Listen, I hear more preachers preaching against the commandments of God than I do hear them accepting the commandments of God. It's like God made a mistake. That's the old, that, that's done away with. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. Listen, believers, the Bible tells us that he gave his commandments and his word never changed. He gave the commandments for us that are saved. The commandments is not for a sinner man. When a, when a sinner man holding on to it, it ain't doing him no good. It might show that he's a pretty good guy. And all of you know some good sinner. What you mean, Brother Ware? Know some good sinner. You know somebody that they don't curse, they don't smoke, they don't drink, they try to take care of the family, and they try to do that which is right. You know this. You know this. I mean, you if, if you don't know, you keep living, you'll run into somebody. But the individual does not have Christ, Lord of their life. They are doing it according to to way they feel and what they think. But the Bible says to us now, because the Bible is written to us that believe, the Bible says then we ought to say. You know, it didn't tell you to say, I'll tell God what to do. No, ma'am, no, sir. I know this new doctrine going around. I can believe God it is, and I can believe but you never hear them telling you that I can believe God for be, living a perfect life. I can believe God for living a holy and acceptable unto God's will. I, I, no, no, we, we, we can't do that. We must tell God. And believers, let me tell you something. You can't tell God. God created you. God created the heaven and the earth that you are in. So why do we get so arrogant to believe that we can tell God what to do? We cannot tell God what to do, believers. There is no way that we can tell him. Now, yeah, I know some people not something. Listen, you got to understand the devil have ministers according to Corinthians. The, he said, thank you, not strange. Even Satan himself was transformed as an angel of light. So don't think that he doesn't have ministers. Yes, he have ministers. Yes, he have preachers saying, I want you to focus on this. I want you to focus on that. But wait a minute. What about living right? What about observing God's word? What about reading and praying, God, 
I want to know what's your will for me, not my will. Listen, we get in trouble. I'm telling you, every one of you, if you think back in your life, how that you got in trouble. You know how you got in trouble? Every time you took it upon yourself. Yes, I, 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 Lord, I think I know best. I think I, I can do this. I think I can do that. But wait a minute. What is what is my will for you? Uh, well, right now, I'm not concerned about that, God. I'm concerned about me get my needs satisfied. So many folks done jumped into marriages and they became miserable. Why? Because they didn't consult God. They knew what they liked and they accepted. Listen, I know a sister told me that this is a true thing, said, I'm going to believe God for a light-skinned, curly-haired guy. Now, this sister was sincere. She said, well, God said, you give me the desires of my heart. And she wound up getting this person that she had pictured in her mind. Why? Because the, when you pray, believers, the devil hear your prayers too. I don't know why we don't think the devil have uh, uh, ministering angels around. That's why when a person, when the Bible talks about when a man come to Christ, the he uh, the vessel is clean. He is cleaned up. So therefore, all of a sudden, uh, when that spirit walks out, that spirit got to have a body to dwell in. Got to. And when that spirit doesn't have a body to dwell in, then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, he goes back to the, the, the body that he or she left out. And once that spirit goes back, he finds it garnished and swell. And lo and behold, he said, I know what I'll do. I'll go back. I, and he goes back and he brings some of his buddies that he met while he was seeking for a body. Because, see, when a person dies, they don't die with that spirit, believers. I don't care if they had a lust demon. At that death, that lust demon is gone. It got to leave the body. He's not going. You say, well, brother, well, I never heard of such. Well, look at when uh, uh, Jesus asked uh, those demons, what are thy name? They say, we are legion, for we are many. All right? He was saying, well, uh, uh, but, uh, but bid us to go into the swine. And lo and behold, he told him to go. Now, when a person, every time a person get converted, those demon spirit cannot, because they die to the flesh. Right. They die to the flesh. So if he was drinking alcohol, that demon can't stay there because he's no longer drinking. If he was whole hopping, that demon can't stay there. Unless he's pretending to be saved, but when an individual gets saved, those demon spirits leave that body. 
and they don't do that anymore. When that person that we look at and that person died, let's just say that person was a, 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 a gambler. And every time you look around, they was gambling, shooting dice, playing cards, bam, whatever. Uh, they was gambling. Now, if that person is dead, that spirit does not have a desire to remain there because they got to go find somewhere to dwell. So the next thing they know, they go and find a teenager or they go and find somebody in a, a fellowship that been playing like they know God. And all of a sudden, they'll find themselves doing what? Gambling. Why? Because that spirit entered into it. I know you all don't believe this. I know some of you do. But you know personal people. You knew that that person was a big liar, as they say. But the moment they did, they can't lie no more. You see? Because the Bible said that the dead knows nothing. But the living knows that he or she should die. Right. We know something, but the dead don't know nothing. So that spirit didn't remain in there. And all of a sudden, you, you'll find somebody in their family, uh, somebody that was close to them, that they all of a sudden start lying where they wasn't lying. They all of a sudden start being a hypocrite when they was not thinking about then you knew this person in the past, and that person did not uh, be a hypocrite. Why? Because of the fact that they was for real. But now, the Bible says, say we we, we kind of overlook that, and sometimes when you overlook things, and uh, you find that okay. I, I was wrong. I, I thought I was right. No, no, no. If you're not abiding in the word, say that we ought to say, if the Lord will, uh, shall live, we look uh, and do this or we should do that. Listen, believers, let me tell you something. Ain't, there's no way, there's no way that a person really born of God won't, will not want to do God's will. I know, I know, listen, everybody that's born of God, I don't care if you've been born two weeks in the family, you have your mindset on doing the will of God. Oh, I promise you. Now, you might not know this scripture, might not know that scripture, or... You might not be in a particular doctrine that people might want you to get in. Because, see, it ain't about what people's want. It's about what the Lord would have. So if you're not in that, but you have a mindset to read God's word. Why? Because I want to know what God's will for me. I want to know what, what God would have me to do. So you tries to find out God's will, God's way, 
And if you find out God's will, God's way, then now I, I, I don't know why, because they've been learned this. Even when they pray the prayer, they call it the prayer, Jesus prayer, the Lord's prayer. No, no, no. That's the disciples' prayer. The Lord's prayer is in the 17th chapter of the book of John when he was praying. But but we're going to say that because they wanted to know how they should pray. In Matthew, I believe it is. Let me get there. Uh, Matthew, the sixth chapter. And it says, uh, well, I better read the whole thing. You said, don't be like the hypocrites. Don't go in the synagogue. Don't show up in our day. We don't say synagogue. We got the church. Don't you know? We got some folk, man, and they can pray a prayer so good. Everybody knows that they used to. Uh, do this, and they kneel down, and they pray, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they look like we down here in these four walls, and we doing this. We look for the Lord that scooped out the ocean with his nausea and blow and, and built up the mountain, and all and all, they say all the religious and right thing, but then you got these other people saying, well, I got told me command me here. I'm a little God. So therefore, if I'm made in God's image, I can command God to do this and to do that. But how come? That's what I always want to know. How come you can only believe God when we're dealing in finances? What about when death walk in? What about when sickness walk in? What about that? that well, brother, where well, everybody uh, uh, gets sick? Well, okay, but you say you have the authority to believe God to not get sick or uh, believe God not to uh, be broke and all this, but it's God's will, whoever you are. Whatever you're doing, it's got to listen. They just had the NBA draft a couple of weeks ago, a couple of days, whatever, a couple of weeks ago. And all of a sudden, these guys, they uh, especially the number one guy, became an instant millionaire. Now, why he became an instant millionaire? Because he's going to be able to entertain them by playing basketball. So they put him in the NBA, and since he was the first one, then he's going to have so many other endorsements. Why? Because they believe that he had the skill. They believe that he had what he needs in that field. Now, listen, that person, he didn't just walk in there and say, I'm going to be an NBA player. That uh, when you listen to his testimony, it started when he was a little kid. He worked toward that, to be that. And believers, listen, we can't, and he just didn't go into, God had to give him the height, the ability, 
in order for him to have that. And he knew that God had made him special way back, okay? Now, whether they acknowledge God like they should, and it's hard for someone rich to make God uh, Lord of his life. It really is. Why? Because when that person is rich, everybody caters to that person. Yeah, they cater to them because they want a little piece of the pie. They want a few crumbs of that uh, uh, finance that he has. So therefore, it is hard for that person to look at God and say, I need help. You know, the, the, the thing, that, and I'm going to get back to the scripture here in uh, uh, Matthew's, uh, his prayer. But you know what? What get, got me, uh, and, and I still uh, look at that, and it, it become a real favorite of my story uh, in the Bible. How that uh, Naaman was a great general over the army. And all his success, he had a little girl that he had brought for his wife, handmaid, to be a slave. And yet that girl loved him enough, loved the Lord enough to uplift the Lord and say, I would that my master, if he would be here, we know I have a prophet back in our land, Elias. Guess what? Naaman humbled himself to go there to get the healing that he needed to for him to have uh, to get rid of the leprosy. Now, if he had been poor, believers, he couldn't even been round people. Go, go check it out. Don't take my word for it. When the leprosy, when you got leprosy, they put them in an island. They got they got outside, iced it from everybody else. No, no, no. The leper wasn't walking around uh, with the normal people that didn't have leprosy. It's kind of like the people having a certain disease. They, uh, if they didn't know whether that disease was uh, catching or not, they isolate them. But because he was the head of the Syrian army, he was able to yet wear the clothing. And of course, if he's the head, knowing, I mean, he, he was right behind the king. Even the king gave him credit because of the victories that he had won. So now if the king was giving him credit, and he was that knowing Naaman, everything, the best doctors and everything was at his command if he needed. And no doubt he had went to the doctor and they said, well, there's nothing we can do. Da-da-da-da-da. Because back then it wasn't no healing for leprosy. Okay? And lo and behold, this little bitty lady, this little bitty girl, this little bitty slave from her family, from Israel, from her country, and was working in the house, you know, and she loved God so much and believed God 
She didn't look at the situation. Now, I'm being honest. I would have looked at the situation. He got me over here. I'm a slave. And then he wanted to do this. And I wanted to do that. Uh -uh, I ain't trying to help him to do nothing. Well, you know what? I, I, I didn't even see what time it was. Let me go on a break. And I promise you, when we come back on the break, we will be on the sixth chapter of the book of Matthew. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for a speaking engagement or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagement, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We are back. We are back. We thank God. Thank God for what he's doing. Thank God for you. Please do, Brother Will, a favor. Tell someone about the broadcast. I sure would appreciate it. No, we just trying to get a number because I believe in God that if it's our, his will for me to go on podcast, then I will go on podcast. Amen. But if it's not, then I just do what the Lord tell me. I I promise you, amen, I'm going to still obey God. All right? Now, as I told you, uh, but, but let me finish the story right quick. Uh, like I said, number one, he was willing to listen to a slave girl that he had put in his house for his wife. And I think, first of all, I have to be, uh, give him credit. Amen. Sometimes God want to bless us, but we don't want to hear from somebody less than what we think we are. But anyway, like I say, Matthew, and then it goes on, uh, Matthew's the sixth chapter, and he says, but thou, uh, when thou bread, enter into the closet, we ain't going to go through all that, but here we are. I, I need to get down. Because uh, I got the most that I want to give. All right. It says, but when ye pray, you not vain repetition. And and think not, for he hears you with my speaking. Now, you know, just as well as I know, a whole lot of folks in church will holler and scream when they pray to God. But when they're at home, they don't do that. Why? Because they don't have an audience. But nevertheless, pray after this matter, uh, our Father, uh, which art in heaven, uh, hallowed be thy name. 
I, I need to get to uh, this 10th verse right here where I'm at. It says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, believers. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. You know what? We neglect to do that. You know why? Because we feel that we got more authority than he do. So therefore, if we got more authority, then we want to tell him. We want to make him do. It ain't, it ain't God's will for me to do this. It ain't God's will for me to go through this and go through that. Maybe some of you may be right. Maybe I'm wrong. But I tell you what, I think I love the Lord. I think I'm living holy the best of my ability. Amen. And somebody said, well, it ain't, it ain't hard for you to live holy, brother. Well, you're an old man, but I ain't always been old. Amen. So therefore, I still love the Lord. Yes, I can say I made mistakes. And we all have. I know you might not admit it. But we all have. And you know, uh, I close out. I have uh, on, on my opening and closing on my broadcast, I need to mention this scripture as well in the book of Ephesians. Now, see, if Christ told us that in Matthews, when we pray, pray if it be God's will on in earth as well as it is in heaven. Now, we got that. Then here's the problem. We don't understand that where we are trying to get to. God is trying to get you somewhere, believers. Somewhere higher and deeper than you are. He don't want you to stay the same. Anything remain the same. Anything is something wrong with that plant. Is something wrong with that animal. Is something wrong with you as a person. I'm sorry. It does not uh, happen that we never stay the same. We should be willing to grow in the Lord. What you mean? Not to tell God, not to think that we are so grown that we can demand God what to do. God, I, I mean, you do this for me. You do that. No, 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 no. Humble yourself and live holy. Then you will know what the will of God is. Psalm 37, as we often uh, quote, if I delight myself in him, then he will give me the desires of my heart. Listen, when you delight yourself in the Lord, when you know it's no longer my will, but it's his will. It's no longer my way, but it's his way. When we begin to understand that, then we can move forward in the Lord. We cannot quit trying to build our kingdom on this earth. Everybody that came forth, you know what? That old, they gone. Amen. They go, I don't care if you count back to a hundred, uh, from a hundred and, uh, five years, you look back, everybody else done left here. 
Some of them left at 90. Some of them left at 80. Some of them left in the 70. Some of them left in the 60. Some of them left in the 50s. And you don't see some left in the 40s. You don't see some left in the 30s. You don't see some left in the what? 20s and even teenagers. Amen. You don't saw this day. And, and, and all of them went out robbing, doing drugs. Now, I ain't talking about the one that was in the street was doing drugs and doing this and doing that. No, ma'am. No, sir. I'm talking about people was living the best of their knowledge, but yet they are not able to control the depth. They are pointed down. Now, as I was saying, I know I got off. I, I close out the broadcast every uh, day. I asked her to, when we made the opening and closing, put Ephesians 1 and 18. But let's, let's go back to 1 and uh, 17. It says that God, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may and uh, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. What you mean, brother? Where the spirit of wisdom? You should want to know the wisdom of God. You want to know what God's will for you. And then it says, and receive the knowledge of Him. We don't want receive the knowledge of church doctrine. See, we can do good in church doctrine. I, I've been in church for a good while, amen, since 76. So, therefore, I know what certain church doctrine is. I know what certain people think that they got the truth and ain't nobody else got the truth that they got and everybody else walking in error. We call that church doctrine. I've been there, believers. I can remember that when I got in a certain denomination, I thought everybody that was not in this denomination, they, they, they may make it in, but if they do, it's going to be by the skin of their, uh, teeth. Amen. Amen. I believe that, that they had to have the Holy Ghost. They couldn't do this. They couldn't do that. They had to wear this and they had to wear that. And I believe that that wholeheartedly believers, but yet I didn't have scripture uh, first to back it up. Oh, we took scripture out of context. You know, we always been doing that, but it ain't about taking them out of context. It's about obeying God. And I wasn't really obeying God. I was obeying the denomination and the religion that I was affiliated with. When I say the spirit and the knowledge, listen, that the knowledge of him, we need the knowledge, all right? He said, and then the next verse, the 18 verse said, and the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
What about your eyes and your understanding being a light? Is it about denomination? No, ma'am. No, sir. It ain't about what fellowship you are part of, what group of people that you associate with. It's about you coming to the knowledge that God called you. God is responsible for you walking in righteousness. Oh, no, no, no. We can say this, we can say that, but it's all about him. You ain't did nothing so good that you deserve it. That Listen, your eyes of understanding are being enlightened and that ye may know what is the hope of your calling and what is the riches of the glory of him is inheritance. In other words, in the saints. Believer, let me say this. We got to get away from what we think, what we feel, and begin to get into what he thinks and what he feels. Once we can do that, then we can move forward. We can do his will. It ain't about the materialistic. It ain't about what you possess. It ain't about how many followings do you have. You only have what God has allowed you to have, even though the devil could have blessed you with it. That's right. The devil blessed people's with certain people's why they can keep deceiving, but it got to be God's will. Why you say that's God? Oh, brother, where? I never heard nobody say that's got to be. It's got to be God's will because you won't acknowledge the word. If you acknowledge the word, God will open up your eyes and allow you to come out of that. Remember when he was teaching his disciples and he they, they came privately and said, we need an understanding of this. Then who can be saved? He, and Jesus told him, say, well, look, with uh, God, all things are possible. With man, it's not, but with God. So guess what? God allows certain things to come upon us. Why? Because of the fact that we will not be obedient to God's word. When you're not obedient to God's word, believers, you cause situation and circumstance to come into your life that God don't have nothing to do with it. Why? Because you ran amok doing what you want to do. Amen. Yes, you begin to do what you want to do, then you miss out on God. Now, uh, as we was, uh, I got, I need to bring one more scripture, hopefully, to you the, before we uh, run out of time. In uh First Thessalonians, okay, First Thessalonians five, Amen, and around the eighteenth verse, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning of you. Listen, folks, we believe God is God. 
and we believe that he's in control of our life, especially if we live in right. Now, we're not living right. If you're doing this and doing that, then you can complain. But if you're living right, I'm telling you, you have no complaint. Because whatever you're going through, it's the will of God. Why is the will of God? Because he's trying to get you in the position that we need to be in. So many of us have missed out on the Lord. Why? We missed out because we had our eyes on somebody else. Listen, when you got your eyes on somebody else and looking at what somebody else is doing, you're losing out. Yes, you are. You are losing out. And the only way that you can get what God would have you to do, you got to come back and surrender yourself. Oh, yes, you got to do it. And, and I don't care what somebody thinks. I don't care what they say. I don't care what they believe. I know this for a fact that we must come back to God. I don't care what you're going through with. You thank God. Somebody said, but I'm in a financial bind, brother Will. Well, guess what? What kind of uh, 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 lesson you going to learn in this financial bind? Well, Lord, I'm going through because my husband or uh, because my wife. The only thing you are doing is you are trying to handle it and you're not giving it to the Lord so that he can handle a whole lot of stuff we do. Yes, I know it's certain things we're miserable. I know certain things we are going through. And yes, yes, I'm not denying, denying that. But what I'm trying to get you to understand, as he says right here, and I believe that, I believe that 18 verse, it says, for everything, not a few things, not what somebody else thinks, but everything, this is the will of God for in Christ Jesus. Listen, it's the will of God, believers. I know you might be going through with your husband. You might be going through with your wife. Well, guess what? Let's back up and see if we are applying the word to this. No, no, listen. You might think divorce is the way out. That's not the way out. You're only going to get troubles down the road. Oh, yeah, because you're a problem. Because that same spirit, that same spirit is in you. Uh, when you chose whoever you chose or when they chose you, that same spirit that you accepted, it'll be with somebody else. Oh, no, no, no. They might, they might not be an alcoholic and you was married to an alcohol premium. They might not be a drug addict and you was married to a drug addict. And so you divorced and thought I was trying to get a, new life, but yet they were still some of the other things without the substance abuse. Without that substance abuse, it still was there. Now, you can you can play and you can pray 
and you can tell the pastor this, and he going to go along with you, especially if you're a good financial supporter. He's going to tell you, oh, this going to be all right. That's going to be all right. And God wouldn't have you to go through this, and God wouldn't have you to go through that. Now, he'll tell you these things, but the truth of the matter is you got to understand it's the will of God, and you got to find out what you need to do. So many people want to know what somebody else needs to do, but they don't look at themselves. They don't look and say, wait a minute, what does I need to do? What am I not doing? What am I not uh, 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 should be reading, should be praying, should be living holy, should be fasting? I know we living in a time that people don't believe in fasting and prayer because 90% of the believers on medication. I know this. I know this, okay? But it's some people, listen, even if you can't fast from uh, a whole meal, you can fast from meat. You can say, I will not eat no meat for X amount of days. I will not eat no uh, 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 whatever. Uh, I will not eat no bread. I will not eat no sweet. Why? Not because of the fact that it's bad, and some of it is, but what we are saying, you got to get your mind set that I want God's will to be manifest. I want God's will to be uh, manifested in my life. I want to know what's the will of God. Quit. I need to quit trying to say what God, what I'm demanding God. Every time you get out and pray, Lord, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Every time you call on the name of the Lord, you might tell him, thank you for two or three seconds or even a minute or so. But then you go right into saying, God, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Now, let me ask you something. If you was dealing with somebody and all the thing that person did is tell you about their being, then you're going to say, you know what? I don't need to be around that person because they just, every time I look around, but brother, where Bible say we call upon him and he will answer up. That's in the word. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. It sure is. But guess what? It's also in the word, be ye holy, for he is holy. It's also in the word, he that keepeth not his commandment is a liar, and his word is not in you. That's what First John gave you. Amen. So I'm not trying to put you in abundance. I'm trying to get you to look at your life. I'm trying to get you to look at your lifestyle and what God is doing and where he's trying to get you. God is trying to get you somewhere uh, better than where you are at, but you're taking on the worldly uh, uh, doctrine. You're taking on the worldly concept, how that 
You can tell God what to do. Oh, I won't do that, brother. I don't tell God what to do. But God told me, command ye him. Oh, wait a minute. But it's more scripture than that, believers. You can go buy the, the psalm book. You can go buy the blessed book. And you can go hear positive preachers. And all, and I'm not even going to call their name, but this don't mean nothing. You know why it don't mean nothing? Because God is trying to get you somewhere different than them. How do you know? I'm not saying they are not. How do you know, though, they are of God? Well, you know, I believe they are God, Brother Webb, because God let me hear. So what? Yes, you heard them. But you heard them according to one scripture that they stood on. That scripture might not be for you. You might need to go a higher height and a deeper depth in here. You might need to go where you are standing on the word. You are living holy. I know people ain't saying this today. It's all about me, myself, and I. God, you do it. And if they get mans in their life, the women want to tell the man, you need to do this, you need to do that. The men want to tell the women, women, you need to do this, you need to do it. It's all selfish. But we need to erase that. We need to understand that if God's will, we'll do this. We'll do that. If the Lord's will, that's what we need to get that uh, concept developed in our heart. Once we can get that concept developed in our heart, believers, I promise you, things will begin to change. Things will begin to look different. We will not see what we see and already see it. Amen. You won't see it. You know why? Because God has given you the revelation of his understanding. Yes, he will open up your understanding to know what is God's will for you. And truly, the will of God for you is not to be up and down. It's to be resting in Jesus. Knowing that Jesus got it took care of. Because he died for your sins. He shed his blood in order for you might have the right to the tree of life. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you this day. We honor you and all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Father, we ask you to bless us this day. God, that one that is not saved, God, prick their heart to let them know that they can be, that a broken and a contract heart, a broken spirit and a contract heart, you will not despise. And Father, we ask you to bless that person, that one that they can go forth and enjoy the knowledge of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We praise you. And Father, we ask you to bless that one that are saved, God. 
that one that is saved and they love you, but they've been misled. God, we ask you to move in a special way that they may go forth and they may do that which you would have them to do. God, that they might not follow the, the way of the world, that they might not follow the preachers that's misleading them and giving them false hope, but they put their eyes on you and look to you, the author and the finisher of their faith. We praise you. We honor you, Lord. In Jesus, the Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. Listen, those of you that want to get in touch with me, please leave a message on your phone. I promise you I'll call you back within a 24-hour period. The number is 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Be more than happy to communicate and get that with you and pray for you. Amen. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232 Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up forever.